Happy Friday, powerful leaders, and welcome back to part two of Space Traveling with our guest, Keisha. Her journey is amazing, and if you haven't listened to the first part, I highly recommend it. Keisha is a manifester on steroids. She totally, completely, effortlessly manifested this journey to space, and I want you to listen how she did it. In this second part of the episode... Keisha shares her journey and the ascension to space, as well as her biggest lessons and takeaway from this whole journey. And I'm feeling so blessed to be able to share this story with you. So if you like it, make sure to subscribe, leave a review and share the episode with a friend. So without further ado, let's go. Welcome to the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Patricia Bourgeois, Certified Business Coach. I am here to help you up-level, generate consistent wealth, increase your confidence, attract dream clients, and master your mindset so that you can fully own your power and achieve next-level results in your online business and beyond. Every week, a powerful conversation will take place with amazing guests, or I'll share from my experience to help inspire you to start and scale the business of your dreams while being powerfully you. The time has come to stop playing small, stop hiding, and stop waiting. Now is the perfect time for you to passionately pursue your heart's desire as the powerful leader you were born to be. Are you ready? Let's do this. Just yeah. just the moment that I actually, you know, took that flight, just taking the flight, leaving yeah. Antigua, going to America, knowing what mission I'm going on. And mm-hmm. I'm like looking at people, I'm like, do they know? Do they know who I am? Do they know what I'm going to do? And <laughs> so I kind of felt like a Power Ranger stepping into my future. And <laughs> And then actually getting to New Mexico because that's where Spaceport is. It's located mm. in New Mexico, being yeah. picked up from the airport in El Paso. And mm-hmm. just the service, the snacks, the, the VIP, the fancy vehicle that picks you up. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just driving off and, you know, like mm-hmm. getting to the hotel. But then when I actually got to Spaceport and I saw... I saw my space suit for the first time. Mm. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm this is actually happening. I'm going to space and then going through the training, the in-person training there, because mm-hmm. we had a few days that we had to learn how to sit in our seat, how to enter the craft, how mm. to the safe way that we can float around in the cabin and mm-hmm. how to get to our window and, and be safe at the same time. But then when that day actually came and I woke up, we woke up early in the morning because we needed to be at Spaceboard for about five o'clock in the morning. Wow. And I got up at three o'clock. I don't even know why I'm up at three o'clock, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm up at 3 a.m. and I'm already dressed to go to Spaceport by 3.30. <laughs> so I'm like anxious. And then I go outside. I feel so calm. I look up in the sky and it just felt like such an invitation. The mm-hmm. first night being there or the first time being in New Mexico, I actually mm-hmm. saw the sky clear, really clear. Like I'm in the Caribbean. Wow. You see the stars are just shining. The, the moon 
it was a, um, a quarter moon and mm-hmm. it was so bright, like this, like rays are leaving it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it just felt like you are welcome. This is your day to come here. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then the, um, the rovers picked us up. You should see the line of rovers driving us to oh, spaceport. Yeah. looks so official. Like if we're the yeah. president and we have a security following <laughs> us, that's how it felt. <laughs> <laughs> so we make our way to spaceport and we get suited up in our um space suit and we, mm-hmm. we we take that step out we walk out and everybody's clapping and so welcoming we get to see our family and then we go back into the rover that drives us across the runway towards the spaceship now wow and then we we put on the rest of our equipment and then we get on board and then the mothership, which is called Eve and the Ew, mother. Wow. Yeah, they call it Eve. Imagine that. Right. So Eve is, Eve, Eve is carrying our spaceship, which is called Unity. Mm-hmm. So it's attached to Eve. So it's a huge ship carrying the um, baby ship or the, the, the space rocket. Mm-hmm. And then we take off. And it was so thrilling because I'm like, oh, my God this is so crazy because I'm sitting inside of a spaceship that has two pilots being transported by a bigger um, plane that has two other pilots, like four pilots. (laughs) And then eventually we get up to altitude close to 50,000 feet. And then, and then you just hear the pilots in the mothership Eve says, release, release, release. And they just drop us. And, and so you fall for like maybe two seconds and it's like you feel your stomach just rise and it was just so beautiful and thrilling i'm like yes and then i hold on to the seat and then you just feel like this throttle that pushes you forward so quickly and then suddenly you're you're lying on your back because the rocket is ignited now and then you just blast off from fifty thousand feet going all the way to two hundred and ninety thousand feet out into space Oh my God, I have my mouth wide open right now. I'm like, what? And that took less than a minute between 50,000 feet. The crazy thing is it took us almost an hour to get to 50,000 feet on Eve. But the moment we got released, that boost, that rocket took us from 50,000 to 290,000 in less than a minute. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. my god and how was your daughter did she (laughs) she was so excited all we could all we could feel is our lips moving back to our our, um ears (laughs) (laughs) so it was like a facelift like everything is just like melting like butter going all the way to the back of your head so we're moving Mm. so fast you couldn't move in your seats you just have to just surrender to it (laughs) wow and then suddenly oh, your whole body just feel, you just feel a lift in your body. And that's how you know you're suddenly in zero gravity. And mm. then the pilot says, you're, we're in zero gravity. You can take your seatbelts off. So I clicked it off and I just felt my body just gently floating up. And that's what wow. I was, that's what I was paying attention to the um, freedom I felt in my body, like all my worries, all my thoughts, everything just mm. lifted off of me. And the only thing was left was this pure peace, this pure love. 
And it felt like that was the pure essence of who we are and everything else just got lifted off. But mm. then I suddenly looked out the window and then my jaw just dropped. <laughs> 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 I saw earth. <laughs> wow, that must be crazy. It was like, whoa, it was like a floating eyeball just out there, this blue <laughs> floating eyeball just out there, just staring back at me. I'm like, wow, that's just so beautiful. I just couldn't believe that I was that far up to see Earth. Mm. And then suddenly I was looking around to see if I could see anything else. Like, what else can I see? And it was just this darkness and it just felt like so peaceful. Like, mm. you know, usually you're afraid of the dark, like don't turn the lights off. But <laughs> but that darkness felt so calming, so peaceful, so loving. Like it was it felt like home. It felt like I would could freely just float out here and just do nothing. And then and then I saw the sun, the rays of the sun, this beautiful oh. silvery rays like arrows shooting forward. And it was like going towards earth. And it didn't even feel hot. I'm like on earth this felt this feels so hot but out yeah. here i didn't feel any of that it wow. just felt it just felt natural and then there was the moon so there was the sun on the right the earth on the left and just above mm. the earth was the moon and that was also magical wow. um, and it was like beautiful flames of blue surrounding the planet so usually mm. when we see the picture it's just like this thin layer of blue mm -hmm. but then when you see it with your eyes you actually see it's moving so <gasps> it, it looks like little flames around the wow. planet but with the color of blue and then you see the, the clouds are moving you see the huge continents it's just so amazing it was just really beautiful so wow. peaceful and also so connecting mm. and all you can feel like everything is okay so ever since i came back i feel so calm I don't worry about anything. I know everything mm. is okay because if there is a peace like this that exists, there's nothing for me to worry about. Mm, that's so deep. I love yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So now I'm curious, like how do you eat? How do you go to the bathroom? How do you sleep? <laughs> like how do you do everything? What do you mean now that I'm back from space or in space? No, in space. Like, <laughs> that must be something. Uh, well, it's a short time, so you don't really need to use the bathroom. And you have water mm. with you, so you can drink some water. Um, you don't mm. have food. You, ate, you eat food before going on the flight. So, you, mm -hmm. so I, I, had a, um, I had some fruits. I had some mm -hmm. oats, oatmeal, um, just oatmeal mm -hmm. with coconut milk and topped with fruits. So that's mm -hmm. what I had to eat before going on the flight. You actually wear a little diaper with you. You put on a Ooh, diaper. Spicy. Yeah. A yeah. <laughs> which, which makes you feel like you have extra butt. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it fills out the spacesuit quite nice. Yeah. But just just in case you need to, but I didn't need to use it. But um, you could also choose not to wear it. Mm -hmm. But we chose to wear it just in case because you anything mm -hmm. can happen. Um, yeah. So, yeah, but I was training myself before that to um, to see if I can go like two hours without having to use the bathroom. <laughs> 
But oh, so it was only two hours in space? No, it, it was one hour. The whole flight was, the whole trip was about an hour. We, we take, took off at 8.30 and we landed at 9.30. So being in oh. space, it's like three minutes. It's not long. It's like three minutes in space. But that, wow. three, but that three minutes felt like time just froze. That's how it felt. So wow. when you when you get to the top of Abachi, it's like you just feel like um, so much peace. You just mm-hmm. feel like everything is like a total surrender mm-hmm. and everything just frees in that moment. And that moment is just between you and the experience that is meant for you while you're up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I truly believe that each person that goes up there will have a different experience. Mm-hmm a different reality. Mm-hmm. And I feel like my reality, I feel like it was so different. It, it still feels like I want to protect all of this mm-hmm. that I can see because I see that there is something so much greater than us that orchestrated all of this. Mm-hmm. And you can see that it's a system that works mm-hmm. and it's an intelligence way beyond us. And I feel like all we can do is surrender to it, whatever this thing is, <laughs> and, and just do our best to just preserve and take care of things because the way out there look, <laughs> here is where you're safe. So the, the, the more we can take care of this place that we call mm-hmm. home or planet, then the better it will be to sustain us and take care of us because if things don't go too right on this planet and we, we lose that protection from the rest mm. of the, the universe that has us floating out there. The earth mm. is just floating. It's just simply sitting there floating in nothing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I feel like I surrender to the trust of whatever has it out there, just floating in nothing. Mm. That's wow. Incredible. And how <laughs> did you feel coming back? Like, was it hard on your body to like come back? Um, I felt like really disappointed coming back. (laughs) (laughs) So even if they said time to return to the seat, I still try to stretch it to see if I could stay a little bit longer to look. (laughs) But then I I knew how important it was to get back into my seat because if that boost catches you before you get into your seat, Mm. you got to hold on to whatever you can because you might get pushed to the back of the craft. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I sat down, I put my seatbelt back on and I could feel that we were going from 1G or max one, we going into Mac two and you, like my, my hand, like it moved in slow motion because it's now this mm-hmm. force, but I just had to just, well, luckily I got my seatbelt, everything was in mm-hmm. and the more you just surrender to it, then it's easier. But if you like having a resistance to the boost, then it can tire you out mm-hmm. and that's where you can start feeling sick. So um, coming back in was, it was quite cool because it was, mm-hmm. it was a boost, but going downwards instead of upwards. I kind of mm. prefer the boost going upwards than going <laughs> down because you yeah. feel a bit more pressure when you're coming down. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was really smooth, like really smooth, like absolutely no speed bumps, none of that. And it was incredible because um, it, the, the craft turns into a glider. So the moment it re-enters the atmosphere and it stabilizes, 
mm-hmm. then it just starts gliding its way back onto the runway, wow. land, landing. But remember, there's no engine at that time. So I thought that was super incredible how it was, was it just glided its way down. There, wow. the, the pilots were so precise, so there was no miss. There was no space for making a mistake or anything. But they wow. just they just did it so beautifully. The landing was so smooth. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the way the craft stopped, it was like, wow. Because like I was like, I don't know how this is going to play yeah. out without an engine. <laughs> but it did. It was really amazing. I couldn't believe it. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then the doctor came to meet us on, the, on board to make sure everybody was okay, everybody was breathing right. I felt <laughs> fantastic. The only thing I wanted to do was write notes the moment I landed. Mm. So what they do, they bring you a flight bag that you already packed previously the night before, yeah. and you have all the supplies that you want to have there mm. for when you land. So I put a notebook in my bag so the moment they brought the bag for me, I took my wow. book out. I started drawing what I saw, what the sun looked like, what the earth looked like, because I just couldn't get the words out right at that moment. Mm-hmm. So I just and I and my drawing was so horrible because I'm not a, I'm not an artist at all, <laughs> but but I did my best so I wouldn't forget it. And then later on, I could take my time and write out the notes when the words started flowing again. Wow. And what was some notes that you took exactly when you came out? So I just started speaking about what the um, the sun looked like because the mm. sun caught me by surprise. And I started writing about the um, how my body felt because I felt a connection to the, the earth. Mm. And as I was leaving the earth, it felt like a part of me was still there. And a part mm. of me entered... Um, space because the rocket was moving so fast so it yeah. kind of felt like I, I got separated and I couldn't understand what that feeling was so I wrote that down it didn't make any sense but I wrote it down up to now it still doesn't make any sense to me <laughs> but I was just being authentic in writing exactly what I was feeling mm-hmm. um yeah so I just spoke about all of that I spoke about the boost I spoke about um how I felt when the craft was turning, because when you get all the way out into Apogee, the craft mm. starts turning, but oh, you're wow. but you're in there and you're not turning with the craft because you're kind of floating, but the craft starts turning and the nose starts facing Earth again, and mm. then it starts making its re-entry. So it's almost like um, it just kind of feels like a magnet from the Earth is pulling you back in. So the craft is just going with that. And that had this feeling like a connection. So it felt like a, a reconnection to yourself is happening. Yeah. If that oh makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So it's like a separation and then a reconnection. And then with that reconnection, I remember I wrote in my notes that that's the moment I, I felt like when we talk about being one with everything, that is what it's meant. Mm-hmm. That so, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of what I felt. And then I thought to myself, this is what I want to bring back to earth with me, that love and that peace of what I felt up there. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And knowing that we are really one, we are really connected, has made me such a changed person, even more kinder to people, um, more tolerant, mm-hmm. more giving of my time. Mm-hmm. I mean, boundaries are important, but you know, being more healthy with my presence around people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, giving that attention and being present, and yeah. It's so beautiful and I love, love, love the lessons that you took from it. <laughs> yeah, it was beautiful. It was really beautiful. And the weightlessness taught me something too, which I wrote down in my notes, mm-hmm. where I spoke about that feeling of surrendering to the weightlessness, allowing all mm-hmm. the, the things that we hold on to float away. Mm-hmm. And then this is where now in the middle of the center of who we are, where everything floats away, what is left is who we really are, which is an essence of peace and an Mm. essence, a source of love. Mm. So beautiful. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) That's amazing. Oh my God. I'm so happy you got to experience that. And yeah. then you get to share it with us. Like, it's yes. amazing. <laughs> yes. It's like, wow. And the view, we, we live in such a beautiful planet. Oh, my yeah. gosh. It is just so beautiful. And it just gives me the feeling like, I mean, I always love exploring. I always love going new places and learning more mm. about being here. It's one of the things I always say to myself, why are, are we here? What's all of this for? So I still have that curiosity. <laughs> but I still, f- I, I, I feel more deeper in a connection to this. Everything is who we are. We're not mm. just this little being right here because we would, when you see earth and you see how huge the darkness is, it's like mm. earth looks so small compared to everything else that's surrounding it. And we're mm. even smaller than that. But the connection that I felt we're a part mm. of everything, even if we're small and so insignificant. We're <laughs> everything together. And that's yeah. what makes us powerful. Yes. That was actually my next question because I <laughs> yeah. asked this to every guest, you know. Yeah. For you, what does it mean to be a powerful leader? Well, it like it's a humbling feeling. It's like mm. so it's like being powerful is not being big. It's being Mm. small and knowing that you're everything. Mm. And I feel like that keeps you so humble and so free and so pure and makes you surrender to life, listen to life, show up and be in alignment with life. Mm. The alignment piece is so important. Yeah, I'm definitely a testimony of that. If I wasn't in alignment, if I didn't do the work on myself, then... I, w- I would have missed this opportunity. Mm-hmm, so totally. going, going beyond my self-limitation is what got me to where I am right now. Mm. Oh, my God. My heart <laughs> is so full. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for sharing all of that with us. Like, I'm taking away so many golden nuggets. <laughs> I'm so glad I I could um, be here and to inspire and to share as well, because that's my mission. My mission is to inspire others to go beyond their own limitations, just like I did, 
and to also challenge themselves just like I did and just <laughs> just keep living to be adventurous because mm-hmm. through the adventures and doing something different is what creates other opportunities in our lives so we can stretch mm. ourselves and be successful and expand in our consciousness because mm-hmm. space is available within all of us. We are the universe. Mm-hmm. And we can navigate and explore and be adventurous within our own selves because that's where mm. space is. What where I went was just an external connection to who we are. Mm, I love it. So, if you had one last piece of wisdom <laughs> to share, what would it be? Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> to cre- to create peace on our planet, we first have to work on ourselves. Yeah. The, 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 the more we can, and it's our responsibility to work on ourselves so mm-hmm. that we can be a better person for our community and for all sentient beings on this globe. Mm-hmm. So that's yes. my advice. Keep working on yourself. Yes. And I know people will be like, where can I go? Follow Keisha. Like, I want to learn more about her coaching. Like, where can they go to connect with you? They connect with me on my Instagram, Keisha Shahaf. Once you put in my name, I mean, my name sounds complicated. (laughs) But if you type in Caribbean astronaut, you will find my name. (laughs) Perfect. Go follow Keisha. She's awesome. Thank you again so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me, girl. It was really a pleasure just talking to you, Anna. Thank you so much. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. If you love this episode, make sure to spread the message. Leave a review and subscribe. I would forever be grateful for you. I also want to hear from you and I want to know your feedback and your questions for future episodes. So don't be shy, say hi and send me a message at Powerful Female Leaders Podcast on Instagram. Until then, I'll see you on the next episode.